It's the uh, it's the the nose. It's hard. To... <laughs> I, hate, I hate that you called it a nose. I just, <laughs> is that the... well, well? I didn't want to call it a mouth because the sound that's I just worse. made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, now is when we're gonna start the recording. Not before that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Scott, what do you hate? Oh man, I hate it uh, when you're putting on your shirt and there's a fish hook in it. <laughs> And your fish hook gets stuck into you. You stole mine. What? Sucks. Dang it, dude! How are we? You should have told me. How do we have the same? You should have told me. You guys hate the, the hate one. same thing. We Jordan, what do you hate? One. I hate uh, when I hear Think kids quick. cussing. Think quick. <laughs> no, I I, I, no, I'm thinking so fast. No, what do you hate? You oh, you already done. You don't hate when they do cuss. You already think they are. Yeah. Okay. Wait, elaborate on that. No, no, Please. no. No, I, I, <laughs> no I mean, I'm done. Uh, 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 the J.K. Rowling's tweets. The tweets it's themselves. Her tweets. Yeah. Or just, she, okay, yeah, yeah. Her tweets are annoying. That was really I thought, fast. I, I got really fast. No, I just okay. see them because people make fun of her because they're up, all real then. bad. Okay. Memes. I don't know your meme world, man. We come no, from you different don't. worlds. J.K. Rowling. Current J.K. Rowling is now known for adding. Uh, different elements to the Harry Potter story as canon, just so she can get some uh, political and social clout, like saying, for example, that, everyone's gay. Yeah, like, like Dumbledore like is, is. How do gay. they reproduce? Uh, they. <laughs> That's an appropriate <laughs> first question to ask. That, I, by everyone's gay, I was exaggerating. I didn't actually. Okay. Uh, but. but she basically, okay. everyone that Dumbledore is yes I recall that's what that's that one added. thing she retroactively did yes uh, and then everyone else that wasn't in a heterosexual relationship at the end of Harry Potter books is now gay it's convenient yeah it's real convenient it's canon now, now so. yeah now now how did she justify not putting it in the books isn't that like the opposite because of the she's like, oh, uh, you. I figured you guys would just know that because I wrote them so well. She's just trying to act. It's like crazy. She's... You just have Jake Rowling tweet quotes just just <laughs> ready to get laid on the table. Word for word. I don't, I don't. Word for word. I don't. That's crazy. Well, Jordan, welcome back to the podcast. Thank hey, you. Uh, I'm I'm very glad to be back. I was um, I was just like living well, alone. So we clear. I don't know. I was never. I don't know how back, you guys so. don't remember this, but Scott was the one that left. He just went on vacation. But he's back now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything is normal again. I'm just so glad I'm back as a guest for now. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, now I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, uh, 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 I don't know what movie it happens, but when, like, Thanos wins and then, like, the movie ends, that's how I felt. Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> uh, that's uh, I, Too Fast, I, that's, Too Furious. That's the one yeah. you're talking about, right? Mission Impossible 2 Tokyo Drift? Yes. Mm-hmm. Too fast, too drift, your Tokyo. Two. Yeah, okay. Two. <laughs> uh, I accept this. Right as the it. same as as equally as true as your quotes of Jake Rowling's tweets, I accept this. Okay, cool. Cool. So yeah. well thanks for filling in for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are we drinking today? Uh, this is LaCroix. Ugh. Uh, you didn't yeah, have my I flavor, so I brought my it. own. I got key lime. The, the key what lime really do, bumps it up. What flavor do we have? Lime? Just lime. Uh, <laughs> uh, lime. We don't have the key. Uh, <laughs> is that like a <laughs> like a peasant peasant flavor that I'm too rich to know about? No, no, no. Key lime. We, don't key key lime. we, don't we just tea, have lime. So. I hate Lacroix still. What's the difference between key lime and lime? One of them's from Florida. The difference is key. <laughs> is that actually key true? West? Anybody? Is that? That's just a place in Florida. I don't know. That was a bad joke. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. I'll get mine on the rewatch. You're stupid. <laughs> what? Future Noah. All right. What? No, you'll see. What happened? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Scott's back because we wanted him to be back. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hi, uh, we wanted me to be back. Well, your guest. I, I, sorry, I switched We those. wanted yeah. you to be back. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to episode 20. Of We Hate Things. Congrats, we made it to 20. Uh, us. We can, we're double digits. We made, we can finally be, wait, we've been double digits for a while. Double digits. Okay. Uh, we have a little bit of a special episode this week. Um, Scott, now that he's back from vacation, are we doing this bit? We, okay. Now that he's back That's from vacation. That's not how you do a bit, man. <laughs> that was part of my bit. That was, okay. a, that was a meta bit. Is this also part of your bit? Oh, this, this wasn't. Okay. You're here, though. Keep so going. that happened. Keep <laughs> <You're> going. Uh... <laughs> No, 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 tell the people. Tell the people about your bit. What are you... What are you doing? 
I'm going for the questions for when we talk about the book that we read. We read a book? Welcome. Uh, it's what we're going to talk about. Um, a little bit of Tuesdays with Maury, uh, which is a book we've talked about in here before. And uh, we're going to start this conversation on this and then move it to uh, Scott's new podcast because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, he's going to be starting one soon. So we're going to have a part of or most of the conversation here and then move it over there and whatever. But it'll be... Uh, pretty Fun normal. Time. But we'll be talking about uh, Tuesdays, a uh, part of Tuesdays with Maury. Yes. Yeah. And which part is that? You did not respond the three times I asked. I told you multiple times. You told me multiple chapters one time. That's true. Did you never no. know? I bring know. out the text thread. When we were at D&D, you said which one, and I said... Uh, and it I was, was going between back and Fear of Aging and, and money. money. And I was like, I'm going to say Fear of Aging. You did not say I that. I said that. I, I read to, both and took quotes I from had both. to text him yesterday to make okay. sure. I so, was going to text him, but I, I texted him you. three times, uh-huh. and so I figured, what's another going to do? Yeah, Give me an answer. True. So I just did both. Just uh, ask her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You don't have to me. check, because we'll, he's wait. Right. The camera's going to turn off in 30 minutes. We'll check it then. <laughs> this didn't happen. He has to check now, yeah. because... When he's right. It didn't happen. I just, <laughs> I, I just checked. That's right. I just checked. It didn't happen. That's too many. Just too quick to be able to read all those texts. It's too many. Too many texts. <laughs> too many. Sorry. Uh, yep. So I'm we'll never, check. We'll get back. I've yeah. never uh, read this book before, but I read this. Really? Yeah, I've never read it. I've been great. telling you to read it for a very long time. I don't have it. I don't have that. Well, good for you to stick in for your guns. You don't let him mine. peer pressure you into nope, anything. Never. You can borrow mine. I, I bought a second copy just so people could borrow it. Don't yeah. you let... Me peer pressure you into not getting peer pressured. But you're peer pressuring me not to there's peer a, pressure. There's a little gray area. Not to peer pressure. <laughs> a little gray area called the fear of aging. Okay. All right. Okay. Good transition. The fear of aging is the chapter in this mm. book. So, that's un- that was unrelated. <laughs> I have about a quarter of the amount on the fear of aging that I do money. A lot okay. of thoughts on money. Great. Okay. We can do. I mean, we can do both. How about? I mean, we could do. One here and then one on yours. So oh, yeah, whatever. whatever. Sure. Uh, and so I, we decided you're not going to be together in mine, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Oh, that's yeah. a true. That's true. We'll figure it out. This isn't the time. Announcements period is over. That's when, very and, true. when and where can uh, all of our fans find you? Yeah, I'm hoping to get it up next week. It's called the Practice Podcast Podcast Project. And you can find it on hopefully like Spotify. <laughs> I haven't. I'm sure it's gonna be colon or semicolon. Once again, not the time. Um, we can go through my other po- possible titles. I had like 25 possible names. Can we go through them all? Um, right now, a lot the of them are embarrassing. Okay. You know, the uh, brainstorm period yeah. is yeah. Yeah, uh, I yeah I, once once the camera hits 30 minutes. He'll check his phone. I'll try to find it on mine. We'll we'll be great. It'll be great. We'll have a phone break. I got a fish hook in my arm. Yes. And Uh, I don't, I hate that. Oh, we forgot to, yeah, we forgot to say that when you said your thing. His, I got a, there was a fish hook stuck in my shirt somehow. It's this one right here. There's a fish hook right here. (laughs) That happened (laughs) to his arm. Put it in my arm. It was stuck in my shirt somehow, and I put my shirt on, and it got stuck in my arm. And, but I'm fine now. I put peroxide in, uh, the and uh, ne- Neapolitan on it. It was really funny because I showed up and then five seconds later he says, "Hey, I have a fish hook stuck oh, in my arm." And he's just like oh. on top of the stairs doing this, and I'm like, and I was just like, and yeah. I, I, it's good to know that I can always rely on my mom because when I said that she kept texting, and then the next thing she did was say, "Well, this wouldn't happen if you did if you hung your shirt up." So I'm all glad glad I can rely on my mom to help me when I'm in need. So that was funny. She didn't. And then I told Scott right away when he, when he uh, yeah, came Yeah, and now it's stuck on the table, but at least it's not in my arm. It's really weird how naturally your mouth kind of fits on this thing. I'm Is not liking how much it? you're enjoying that. Well, I'm not liking that you gave me a, a measuring we, cup. So. We didn't have any other cups, so. That happened last time, too. I can't, how do you guys not remember this? Uh, I just had my can. That would have been fine. Nope. I've been really wanting to get in like a big, loud, angry debate, and no one's taking the bait. <laughs> this isn't the place for it, and I'm not going to argue about Lacroix. Uh, I hate Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> Lacroix better, worse than water, better than soda. That's I don't I drink say. soda. I drink water. Yeah, so it's I'm, worse than water. Yeah, I'm better. So I'm. That's, that's You're I'm better. At. I'm better. Oh, no, is this how you interact system. with your own opinions? You're in a constant <laughs> opinion fight about who's better because their opinions can be argued harder? You don't? Is that your life? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's supposed to disagree. Come on, man. Die it over here. You're just so desperate that you say, Is this what you actually believe? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, we'll be able to. Uh, I do really hate today. Lacoma. That's not good. That is not good. It's not that bad, dude. I don't, it just, it tastes, I would rather have water because it tastes like nothing. This tastes like something that's trying to taste like something else but fails. Tastes better than the can. It's disappointing. Is that true? I think so. Yeah. Uh, this is why? like... What makes it taste better out of the can? I just, no, I don't know why. Why? I mean, My we poured this out of the, it came out of a can. Yeah, yeah, but it tastes better out of the can. Like when you're basically yeah, yeah. drinking, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The Still aluminum, like aluminum feel I mean, of aluminum it. Aluminum tastes pretty good. Alright, so yes. we're gonna start on the... <laughs> yes. No argument there. I'll give you that one. Damn! That's what I wanted to argue about. Noah won. Dang Three, probably. Probably, probably something like that. I have been keeping track, because I'm just so far ahead. So, yeah. Just stop keeping track. It all started with that money laundering My conversation. My tagline is Scott Bruton quantity. <laughs> That's so weird. It's mine's quality. <laughs> That's crazy. We're either terrible or great together on this thing, uh, this podcast that is uh, that we co-host. Or we're just really bad at giving ourselves taglines. No, I, I nailed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or just you're bad at it. I might be. Yeah. So, quality. Okay. I am quality. Are you afraid of aging? Let me tell you what. That makes you a bad person, according to Maury. <laughs> let let him tell Maury you why. Shorts. Go ahead. Wait, what? You dropped that on me? <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> um. Uh. I'll, I'll pull this out. There's a a podcast that I listened to. Uh, uh. My first quote reminded me of this. Um. Uh. And there's a live podcast. They brought someone on stage, and they they said, "Who here is having the worst day?" Uh, so, someone raised their hand, they brought him up and said, like, he said that he got in this, like, bad injury where he had to lay on a bed for six months and couldn't do anything, and so his parents bought him, like, this really nice bed that's super comfortable, mm-hmm. um, and then he got used to, uh, doing nothing, and then he healed enough to do stuff, um, but got too used to doing nothing, and then so he's just done nothing for, like, the last year and a half. Okay. And that is my greatest fear in life. Because I would that. absolutely do that. That's, That's terrifying. A me move to the end. Um, and to double on that terror, uh, this chapter opens up by referencing that the one thing that Mori didn't want to have to do is have someone else wipe him because he was too taken by his illness. He's okay. dying. This guy's meeting him with every Tuesday. That's the book. Yeah. And he's giving him life advice. I've explained the book before. And uh, you <laughs> I don't assume anyone has seen this before. No. Um, no. Uh, it says that uh, so this is the chapter where someone has to start doing everything for him, including wiping him. He says, I began to enjoy my, enjoy my dependency. It's like going back to being a child again. We all know how to be a child. It's inside of all of us. For me, it's just remembering how to enjoy it. It's terrifying. That yeah. terrifies me. That's absolutely terrifying. That part of the chapter... Absolutely terrifies yeah. me. Yeah, the, the rest is very heartwarming. Yeah, this is not. This, this is heart is, is, is creepy. Yikes! And I don't ever <laughs> no, want to get there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you guys just it, what terrifies you about it is that you don't want to be dependent on anyone. Is that what it is, or that you can't do anything? Not so much that. Just I feel like I couldn't embrace the somebody like taking doing everything for me. Like Mori finds a way to embrace it. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Me neither. I yeah. I am now having problems with dependency. Like, I feel like I have to be independent about everything. Um, like, his thing about how we like to be coddled and uh, like to need stuff from other people because we wanted that as a kid. But as a kid, I guess I wanted that, but I also wanted to be independent very young. So, I guess it's still kind of a fear of mine. To be dependent to too much on someone, I guess. On specific people or on, on just in any X. anyone at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with dependency as a whole. Like I can, I'm okay with depending on some people for certain things, 
but it's the it's the thought of depending on somebody for everything that scares dependency. me. The complete dependency. I can't do anything for myself other than breathe, essentially. Yeah. That's what scares me. Mm-hmm. Embracing but it. I suppose that I'm in in Maury's case. That's embracing it is like the best thing you can do, right? Because like for that guy that he's still I assume relatively young, the guy you were talking about, he still can do things. Maury literally can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So in Maury's case, I feel like embracing it might be the best way to go. Even though right now that terrifies me. At that point in my life, you know, I'm embracing it might be like the only way to find happiness again. So. What are your thoughts about all of this? Um, the thing that really makes life feel worth living for me is when I feel really impassioned about something and when I feel like my internal life feels like... Just go down the list of all the metaphors that everyone's ever used. Light instead of darkness. Uh, uh, a fire. a uh, Those kinds of things. Like... It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I can be in a circumstance where I feel like I'm suffering or circumstances become more and more negligible the more and more I feel like my internal life is in that state. And I can't have my internal life be there if my external life isn't also doing something. Okay. Um, Because if I just, like, ran on default mode, I wouldn't talk to anyone all day. I wouldn't do any... Like, I would go and, like jump around from like pleasure thing to pleasure thing i just like be on my phone and then go play like a video game and then go like do all these meaningless things if i wasn't being like is this really what i want to do um and so my fear when i see this is like when my body dies like that i because my circumstances are right now my spirit will go along with it because i if i live my life like that right now my spirit's gone like Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, basically, I'm a non-existent entity. I no longer exist in this world. And that's the only thing I definitely know I'm supposed to be doing is, like, being an active agent in this world. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's the thing that really, um, that really freaked me out about it. Uh, but he seems to think the opposite's happening. He seems to, like, think he's surrounded by people who love him and who he loves and he's sharing that with them. But also, that kind of ties into what he talks about later of, like... He already lived his purpose in life. I was about to say the exact same thing. Well, yeah, like what you mm. crave, he's already done. So I guess that he's accepted the fact that he's already done what everyone craves of being impassioned by something throughout, throughout life, and that's what gives you purpose. He's already lived out his purpose, and what he missed in his life is the fact that he was never uh, surrounded by the people he loved, but now he has that, so he's trying to embrace it kind of thing. Hmm. Like the, the fact that he's just... He's just so happy about the physical touch that he's embracing. Mm -hmm. Um, He would rather have that than um, be unhappy about doing nothing because he's already done a lot kind of thing. Yeah. That's that's almost exactly what I was going to say. Like, he's already already lived his entire life, and he recognizes it's... um, it, it's his time essentially he's he and he's happy with the life he lived most for the most part other, other than things like sometimes not everyone he loved was around him and everything and he didn't have the best child life and stuff like that but for the most part he lived his life and he enjoyed it and so now he's just trying to find that like last piece of happiness because there's nothing else he can do um i do agree with you I though with that uh if i if that happened to me now that i would feel exactly the oh, same oh yeah my because, spirit would leave, and I wouldn't find purpose. Because but, we yeah. haven't lived a life. We've twenty years is nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. And what? Forty-three. Yes. Forty-three years. <laughs> yeah, getting getting close. Closer than the last time you guessed. <laughs> Twenty-eight. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I know you don't. You could be lying. I know. I genuinely have no... I think about it sometimes. I'm like, he's in his 20s, probably. Um, I could be in my 30s. Early 30s. I could definitely be in my early 30s. I couldn't be in my mid-20s. It's either late 20s or early 30s. Or or mid-30s, I could be in that. Uh, I'd say late 20s, early 30s. That's definitely true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So many conclusions, guys. We're doing great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're, We're really nailing the whole... This is... 
philosophy. This is thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thought-provoking. Yeah. It's not about the quality of the conclusions. No. Quantity. <laughs> um, uh, there's another book called The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, um, where a guy lost use of his entire body except for blinking his left eye. Um, and then so they just had a person go with a pad of paper that had the alphabet, and they just went like that and waited for him to blink, and that's the letter. And he wrote an entire book that way. Uh, wow. That is... It's terrifying. That's also. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And it's very interesting. It's about... So, Diving Bell the Butterfly is that he feels like... So, Diving Bell used to be this big, bell-shaped piece of metal <laughs> for diving. And uh, if you wanted to go down, you would just... I've played Assassin's Creed 4. Go inside of it, and it held some air, and you would go down. It's heavy. Okay. And it takes you down, so you can breathe. And he's like, this is my entire life now. It's great it's Thanks. like, yeah, I picked up on that. Um, it's my life now is like a diving bell. It's it's, yeah. it's dark and just what's only immediately around me. But inside, he says that he feels like a butterfly. That because all of his attention is now focused inside, he can go off into past memories and remember going to trips to Paris with such detail and such specificity that he feels like he's there. He can relive meals and he can taste the food that he used to have tasted. Because, or at least, like, relive the sensation to such a extent that he, he feels like he can taste it. Um, because all of his attention is so focused on the inside, his inside internal life just, like, came alive in that way. Interesting. That so interesting. strange. It still terrifies me. Yeah. But, but that is interesting. Um, it's weird. I can't even imagine what that would be like. You know? I feel like memory... Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's all experience. Um... Yeah, that's terrifying. So if you're not scared right now, you're not following along. Quote number two, someone throw it out. <laughs> no one is No one is following along. Yeah, no one's listening. Um, I have one, actually. Go ahead. Um, is it okay if we jump around a little bit? I don't care. It doesn't matter if we go in order. Um, so, let me find it real quick. Uh, sorry, I can cut this out, it's fine. Because I need to find this, even though I had it marked. But. Um, the truth is, part of me is every age. How can I be envious of where you are when I've been there myself? It's an interesting thought. I feel like you can be envious about past things that happened to you. Envious of yourself? Envious well, of you that time, be, of that moment. I don't know about envious. You can be... I guess it would be reminiscent. You can't be... Yeah, because you can't be jealous of something you did in the past. That's You can be jealous about you how you... can miss it. You can't be jealous. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he does preface that with saying, yes, of course, Although sometimes I do, I do feel that, but how could I be when I hold on to this as mm -hmm. true? Yeah, so it's, it's okay. another one of those, like, yeah. the use of faith in order to overcome sin. Yeah. Although he's not a Christian and he doesn't use that terminology, it is what he's doing. He's saying, I choose to believe this because it saves me from that. Yeah. And that's, a, that's the, the discipline of faith, right. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. I Kinda. didn't use the right words. Yeah, I mean, because you can't be... You can be... And he could be... Are fine. Don't even worry about it. Just don't even sweat it, dog. Thanks, man. Don't even... Stop. Stop. You can be envious <laughs> of other people that are doing those things, but you can't really be envious of your past self doing those things. Yeah. It's not envy. It's, uh, it's longing. It's, yeah, it's just... It's, like, reminiscent. Yeah. And you miss it. Yeah. I mean, that, that happens. The quote... Uh, sorry. The quote I was looking for before that cut, because I'm sure I cut part of that out because I was not talking, um, was, um, why do people always say, oh, if I were young again? You never hear people say, I wish I were 65. And then Maury responds, uh, and he says, you know what that reflects? Unsatisfied lives, unfulfilled lives, lives that haven't found meaning, because if you've found meaning in your life, you don't want to go back. You want to go forward. You want to see more, do more. You can't wait until 65. Um... So how do you guys, I mean, how do you guys feel about Maury's statement that uh, if you, as an old person, wish you were young again, that means you didn't have an unfulfilled life or an unsatisfied life? Because I kind of disagree with that. Because just because you reminisce and wish you had something from a long time ago doesn't mean you didn't enjoy it while it was there. When, when I hear about pe uh, older people wishing they were young again, it's almost always about their physical health. Yeah. Or about how they look. Yeah. Um, mm. It's usually an insecurity about um, 
either like like he said uh, like when um, who's the guy that's visiting him? What's his name? Mitch Albin. Okay, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. When Mitch said he was driving to Maury's house and he's seeing all these billboards with all the young people, people um, to, to, to market to older people saying like if you have this product you'll feel young again or you'll uh, stuff like that. Um, I feel like that's more you'll look this way than you'll feel this way or uh, it's both. Um, yeah. But when I hear about what people want in youth, it's I want to look better because I, it's an insecurity of everyone that uh, of uh, physical attraction, I guess. And it's a stigma that younger people just look more attractive. I which I can't relate to because I'm just so attractive. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah, you are. Uh, look, Arbon, you're saying it's a stigma that young people look attractive. Do you know I guess it's st- not stigma. stigma. It's not stigma a stigma. Right it's a stigma. I would have been really interested in if you meant stigma. Yeah. I, I wouldn't disagree depending on what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, a I mean, I don't know if I would completely agree because, I mean, looking is definitely a thing, but I imagine it's a lot about feeling younger rather than just looking it because, like, I imagine when you're I don't know what eighty, and you can't just run down the street anymore. I'd want to be able to run down the street. Like I'm not going to right now, but I enjoy the fact that I know I can if I wanted to. So I would. I mean, I imagine I would reminisce and uh, miss the fact that I used to be able to just run if I wanted to. But does that mean I lived an un- unfulfilled or unsatisfied life? I don't think so. I don't think missing your younger life means uh, that your life was um, had no meaning. What do you think? Um, when I look back on my life, uh, there are... I think it's, it's, it's accepting that I'm, like, human and that I'm finite and that, like, you're given a life and you're living a life. And I look back on, like, I think, like, high school stuff. There are things that I chose to do in high school that no one, like, else chose to do or that a lot of people didn't choose to do and things that I didn't choose to do that a lot of people chose to do. Um... And I look back, uh, and there's a lot of, like, a ton of stuff I'm ashamed of of the things that I said I've done. A ton of stuff that I'm, I'm proud of the things that I, I, I said and did. Um, but as I kind of turn memories over in my head, the time when, like, I feel overcome with peace and gratitude and love are the times when... Um, I look back with a fondness and say, like, I was given my time and I chose to do this with my time. And uh, and, and other people did this thing that was better and I'm happy because they did that, that that was better. And I did this thing that was good too. And, and like, and I forgive myself for the things that I said and did. And I forgive others for the things that were said and done to me. And I think the same way over my time in college with my college friends, like, um, oh, I didn't bring my quote thing. Isaiah Berlin says something along the lines of um, to make any decision at all is to like bear the death of a thousand other things that could have been something along those lines Mm -hmm. Um, I really like Isaiah Berlin Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, and and looking back I I, that feels like hopeful with like tons of mistakes working in ministry and like having to bear the brunt of ways that like I know that I was put I put I allowed myself to put a position where other people open themselves to me in a unique and vulnerable way and I hurt them and then didn't see them again and they, for all I know, they still bear that hurt. Um, and I know of no better way to move forward than to say, like, I have to, there's no good that comes from not forgiving myself. And if I see that person again, it's like, try to reconcile with them. Um, and, and if they don't forgive me, I have no choice but to forgive myself because to not do the same thing as the, oh, we were talking about the, the, was the, the, the discipline of faith, to believe that it's true that I, I am forgivable and that that's forgivable. Uh, my only, re- I, I agree. Uh, my only response to that is easier said than done. 
Uh, of course. Yeah. Forgiving, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So if you had an answer to what's the step before forgiving yourself, what would it be? Beating the crap out of yourself. Okay. Uh, awesome. it, it, it I'll, I'll write that down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you mean what's the step or what's my step? What's my step is punish myself on... forever, and then when I can't do anything because that's all I do all day, every day, I, I figure out there needs to be something else that happens. <laughs> so, uh... I don't suggest that. Through the way for change? Are you saying? Because the only thing Slash can... and burn the field yeah. so you can see everything that's there. I don't know. Um, there's a thing that he said. Hold I switched. On. The camera just turned off. I feel we like we lost it's... like 15 minutes there. Yeah. We, we lost probably a minute. Probably. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll just. I. What I did. Uh, the that last time this happened. Me. Are you sure? I'm positive. We we answered like a question and a half. The last. Okay. The last time this happened was actually the last time you were on the podcast, mm -hmm. and instead of getting rid of everything that happened in between, I just put a black screen with an explanation and let the audio run, mm. oh, so, so we can still do that. Oh, because the audio, we have the audio. Because we still have oh, audio great. rolling. Oh, great, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'll just let's put, just do that. Just so I don't it, have to I'll, repeat and... I'll just put uh, a text. Seen me. Yeah, I'll just put a text box. I'm power clashing during the, I can. That, that was probably only like a minute, but I'll put a text box with a black screen and leave the audio running and say, hey, we had some problems. Don't look at the timer. I want you guys to guess how long you think that was. You were wrong. It was actually three minutes, 58 seconds. You're wrong, and now you have to leave the I think it was sorry. only a minute. Um, anyway, I think there was a, uh, a natural turning point there. I switched off of my... There's a... He responds to it himself. I switched off my... Uh, this conversation page. Um, okay. Uh, 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 he says... Uh, aging is more than decay, it's growth. Mm -hmm. Is that the thing that was relevant yeah. to what we were just saying? Yep, 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 yep. No, yeah. I was going to quote that yeah. As, yeah. as a response as well. Yep. Um, I have a thing to go off of the part of me is every age, whenever that comes up again. But, uh, It'll come up. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that's the, that's, like, I said this to high schoolers a lot back yeah. in the day, of just being like, like, of get, I get getting a question all the time, of like, does it get easier? Um, and there's a, there's a quote that I always thought of when I heard that, which is that it doesn't get easier, but you get better, you get stronger. Okay. And... What a dumb question. Then, what? I'm just kidding. That's a kind of a dumb answer. <laughs> uh, and someone called me out of that, and they were like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then I thought about that conversation for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, what I mean, think to have said and then never said to anyone was, um, if that was you and you remember it, let me know. Uh... Um, we'll put uh, Scott's number in the description. Yeah. And his <laughs> just address. give him my home address, and then you can just come knocking on my door. There we go. Uh, I'm angry. He's probably, recording, he's probably recording a podcast, so you can just go right in. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> just yell through the window and assume something is being recorded. Um, uh, was to a, to a high schooler was to say, like, think about who you were in junior high. And think about all the ways you've changed. Yeah. Like, imagine the change between a seventh grader who remembers the, the way they were in seventh grade and, like, a senior in high yeah, school. And it's like, right. think about everything that was so huge to you then and, like, how easy that is now. Mm -hmm. It's like, it becomes the same. Like, like my problems in high school, like, man, if I go back to high school, I would just rule anything I wanted to. Because you know more. Because everyone's so... Dumb. A specific way. I don't think everyone's dumb. I, I, uh, yeah. But... Yeah, <laughs> But a specific way where it's just like, like, oh, I, I'm secure in an area where you're insecure necessarily and must be to learn how to become secure. Yeah, the, yeah. the point is you had to go through that insecurity to learn from it. Mm -hmm. you, that's why high schoolers are like that, because they haven't gone through that yet. Mm -hmm. So they haven't been had anything to learn from. Yeah. Yeah, you can see, like, your older siblings or whatever going through it, but going through high school yourself is worse than that. Uh, but, no, I... I better. And better. There are there are good things about high school. I do. I I agree with pretty much everything you you just said. Um, you're. I thank you. <laughs> Scott twenty six Noah one. I win. You got one. Right. Uh, said yeah. Um, just take a drink over here. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, uh, to me, to play. Oh geez. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't ever give me this again. <laughs> this is terrible. We learned our lesson. We gave it to you last time. It's like kissing a bird. 
<laughs> Why do you know what kissing a bird is like? Imagine it! <laughs> and then do this. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. I don't want to drink out of that. Well, I drink out of this and you can't stop it imagining it. <laughs> Continue with your statement. <laughs> going to go from the side here. There. Okay. To play... Oh, jeez. <laughs> Everyone's gonna think you're crazy. No one can hear you're anything. You're a terrible host. I'm gonna up the audio just so He's you He's a terrible audio. host. How am I? 29. <laughs> <laughs> from 26 to 29. That's killing it. Get in the comments. Tell me how many did I get there? Give <laughs> Numbers. How many numbers. numbers did I get there? <laughs> Worst episode ever. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> it's a pretty Go bad back one. and listen to one through five. It's a good point. One. I went back and listened to one a while ago. It wasn't as bad as... as no, 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 no. You were making a point and it was good. To play off of what you were saying, uh, I imagine problems kind of scale as your life goes on. Um, like, I mean, problems, like you were saying, problems in middle school to us now are nothing. Like, you, mm-hmm. there's stuff in middle school that was so huge to us that now just doesn't, uh, like, we can handle that super easily. Or they're not even problems for us anymore. Um, where was I going with this? I had a point. I don't Problem scale. And your, I mean, the natural conclusion what you're saying is, like, I have all these problems that feel oh, unovercomable. In ten years, they these problems won't be as as heavy as they are now. And yes, I, you will have new was problems, probably but my conclusion. with experience and growth, it, it'll be easier. You just know you'll get through them. And yeah. you, uh, ten years after that, uh, you'll be like, wow, my problems weren't that bad back then. Because I've learned from them, and I know how to handle them now. It's because there's, there's times in, in current states where you think that you'll know uh, the most, or the, like... I know way more than I have, uh, in than I did in high school, and um, I can't. There are times where I can't even see growth, if that makes sense. But then I look at even a year, even a year of experience makes makes that uh, thought even seem stupid. You know, it it just growth is both long term and short term is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm thirsty, but this is just punishing me for it, for being thirsty. Well, if you leave the audio in. Yeah? It's called a callback. <laughs> it's called a callback with no support. I. The. Comedy. That was a with... bank shot and no one to all you there. Alright. I, I agree quote. with what you're saying, uh, Jordan. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Alright. Uh, my quote is. Um, okay, I said, I'm wondering how you don't even feel envy for uh, for younger, healthier people and, people. and then he responds, oh, I guess I do. I envy them being able to go to health club or go to the swim um, or dance, mostly for dancing. But envy comes to me, I feel it, and then I let it go. Remember what I said about detachment? Let it go. Tell yourself, that's envy. I'm going to separate from it now and walk away. So I read that being like, there's no way it's that easy. Uh, feeling an emotion and then just saying I don't want to feel this emotion and then stop feeling it. How is that easy for you guys? Like, do you ever just tell yourself out of a thought, I, this is what the emotion I'm feeling. I don't want to feel this emotion, so I'm not going to feel it, and then just goes away. I suppose this one is a little bit context and like you said earlier, you haven't read the entire book, but um, yeah. when he says uh, remember what I said about detachment that is referencing something. That is an actual callback. Uh, a real one to something earlier in the book. You, you know about real callbacks. Yeah. It's a callback. <laughs> to punishing yourself. That was directly what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. We know. Unless you cut it out. Keep going. I might. Yeah, there's a whole chapter a, on emotions. There is an entire chapter on okay. emotions. It's really good, he, talks, he talks heavily about, the, about detachment. Um, and in that chapter, he doesn't say, I'm just not going to feel this. He says, I'm feeling it but I'm going to walk away from it in the sense that I'm not going to let it control what I'm doing. I still feel this emotion. I feel envy. that, And I recognize that what I'm feeling now is envy, but I'm going to step back from it and not let it control what I'm doing. 
So yeah. it's not so much that he's making himself not feel this emotion, it's that he's recognizing what it is and not letting him control his actions. Okay. So he still feels envy or whatever else he talks about, anger, hatred, yeah. whatever else he talks about in the earlier chapter. Uh, he feels it, but then he take he examines it and he says, okay, I know exactly what I'm feeling, uh, and I'm going to step back from that now. And I'm going to focus on what I'm doing now rather than letting my emotions control me. Yeah. Okay, that answers my mm-hmm. question. Yes. I hoped it would. Mm-hmm. Cool. That was my quote. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you guys before we started, but you kind of just jumped right into it. In general, how do you guys feel about aging? Like, what are your thoughts on just the the idea of aging? You're older. Uh, that's true. I am older than both of you. Not combined. combined not divided combined. by one Two. and a half. Yeah. I didn't do the math, uh, but you don't know how old I am, so you don't know if it's true. Probably, uh, <laughs> probably twenty eight. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I uh, all the stuff that I didn't do in my life I feel like I've accepted um and like like I've had a, a reason to not do it and those reasons I try to uh, a, a f- gratifying thing for me is to like when I think through my reasonings uh let them like echo across time and like the past and the future and be like would this reason for doing this hold in like Three, the year 3000 BC okay. and AD and and uh, part of that is like uh, allows you to enter a fraternity of sorts of people throughout time and so like I listen to people's music who don't do music or have died or read people's books that were from thousands of years ago mm-hmm. and like I'll be right back. You can keep talking. Sorry. Cool. He'll listen to it on the edit. True. Um, uh, and, 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 and find like, like, uh, like a place of empathy with them. Um, and it's like, like not drinking until I was 21. People acted like that was a huge sacrifice and it wasn't at all mm-hmm. for me, but like you find all sorts of like writings or, or like, the choice to not have sex before you're married that decision you find like writings from any point in time and that's always deemed a spiritual practice Got it. and that always is always deemed to be an enormous loss and that comes with enormous like benefits and then you can like hold to like these fraternities across time that you can be a part of mm-hmm. and then like contribute into as well um that's another one of the reasons why that makes it easy for me to look at the past and be like, I accept the things that I did and didn't do and am at peace with that. Um, but yeah, I am not 30, but I'm turning 30 in not that long of a time and I have no qualms about it. There's okay. no like, oh, before I'm 30, I have to. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I've, I'm pre- I feel pretty good with where, where I'm at. If I was turning like 80, I'd be like... I used up all my money 75 years ago. How did I survive? <laughs> uh, it's actually interesting the different perspectives of age because our we just turned 20. Um, my friends back at home are all turning 20 um, and are always saying the the next 10 years will be the most eventful years um, ever. How how. You being on the edge of oblivion, how does that statement ring for you? I got distracted because I went to take a drink and it spilled out all over me through the mouth so here's the thing, I, I can't use anymore. I, I decided <laughs> to ignore that and then he was laughing at I, Yeah, I really I decided to target you. spill on myself <laughs> a lot as a person. Yeah, um, My life's completely together except for one area. Okay. Drinking? Drinking. My, my drinking problem. <laughs> not alcohol. Um, <laughs> no, just really bad at drinking. I, yes. Absolutely is the case. Yeah. Um, uh, what was your question? Uh, it wasn't a question. I was just saying. I, I formed you. it into a question. But it actually, um, I thought like, I thought it would be funny because, uh, never mind. The actual funny. question uh, is his friends. 
My yeah. my friends are uh, pointing out the fact that the twenties are known to be the decade of your life to be the most eventful uh, concerning career, uh, romantic relationship, uh, starting a family, etc. And they're freaking out about it because of it. So I initially thought you were laughing. <laughs> because they're like, I'm not having enough fun. I initially no, thought you were because... because they're all turning 20. So they're all about Oh, you're to going 20. into 20. That's what I'm all, all his friends are going into his 20s. And I thought that, you were initially laughing now. about that because no, his no, no. friends said <laughs> that yeah. the tw- this decade is going to be the most eventful of their lives. Mm-hmm. So I... Now no, that no, you no. Were... I, I dumped LaCroix all over <laughs> myself. That's what I was laughing at. Um, and I knew who came... Yeah. But that uh, actually does... Is kind of a decent question now that you're coming to the end of your 20s mm-hmm. how does that statement apply like do you feel that that's true or do you think how does that, how um, does that also just i also wanted to ask did you feel the same way when you turned 20 um if you would have asked me when i was 20 uh i was much more religious than i am now and i would have said that the uh define religious no Okay. Um, I think I will let my if if you want to ask that question after I say what I okay. what I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, I was actually I had this conversation with my mentor at the time, Pat, and uh, he he said he he brought he said almost the exact same thing. He went to Viola. Yeah. He uh, and he said the same thing of like he was like leaving college and he's like this was this was supposed to, this is what everyone says is like the most memorable. So it's like strange for me. Um, and I, my my response was, um, uh necessarily a life devoted to Jesus, you grow in him and every day and every year gets better than the last. Uh, and so long as you remain devoted to him, um, like pleasant things or whatever, the pleasures of the world or whatever that offers like pales comparison. It's like, so like the wisdom that I'll have at 50, I'll give up this any day okay. is what I would say. Um, I definitely don't say that anymore. Uh, uh, people can think they're devoted to Jesus and be driving their lives straight into hell, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and people can say that they're not devoted to Jesus and be growing closer to him without even knowing it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's an irreligious uh, statement, I think. Um, so okay. uh, that's what I would have said when I was 20, because it is what I said when I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's also a thing where I was just like, it's kind of like a cringy thing to have looked back on having said. So, because it's, it's a, it's... Basically, what you said is, as long as I stay committed to a life of uh, living for Jesus, I will be fulfilled. Is, is that what you mean? Or, like, uh, I, I, I won't I, let, I won't let the earthly things that Come yeah, I can give or take pleasures of yeah. on the earth, uh, and uh, I don't think that's true. I think you have more responsibility to enjoy the pleasure that's given to you. I think that's part of the life of Jesus, life for sure. Jesus. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and therefore, it's not then how you're if you're living the life of Jesus. It's how you're def- what you're defining the life that you're pursuing, and whether or not you're committing to pursuing the life that you think is better. Yeah, uh, and then it becomes a non-religious, uh, non any. Then it just becomes the question of being human. And it's a question that everyone's faced with, not just religious people. But life for Jesus isn't objective. That's the thing. It's it's everyone's lo- life, whether religious or not, is devoted to something, and it's sub- subjective to that person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if some if if a religion tries to define this is this is how you should live your life, I think that's uh, like in terms of step by step by step, then there can't be fulfillment as much of fulfillment in that, I guess. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, I like that answer. But it wasn't my answer. The answer? <laughs> that, was the, that was what my answer would have been. But a what's year your age, answer? Which I think was asked. And if not, that's embarrassing. Because I feel like I asked. Like, okay. like, yeah, no, he, yeah, he did. Um, I feel like that's a that's a decent question for you now. Though yeah. now that you are at the end of your twenties, how does that? I would have enjoyed it more. Um, I would have like. I don't know, actually. That's, that's hard to say. It's another one of the, like, the sacrifice things. Like, yeah. like, I didn't feel comfortable really pursuing romantic relationships in any, any position of spiritual leadership because so many people had uh, unhealthy relationships with people in spiritual leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, kinda, that part of my life was really played down. Uh, uh, not non-existent, but like yeah, not. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I also didn't really talk to you guys about it. No, yeah, you didn't. Ever. Which, yeah. is, at all. which would have been inappropriate if you had. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, uh, what's the specific question? Now that you're at the end, end of, of your 20s. Yeah. Um, how do you in feel? a year and a half I will be, yeah. Yeah, but we're rounding. Sure. Uh, how do you feel about the the idea of Jordan's oh, friends that are now coming into their 20s? They're saying this is going to be the most eventful uh, decade of our lives and that kind of thing. Okay, eventful I don't think is the right word. Okay. I think I think like maybe exciting because you are learning to be independent. You're learning like like everything in your life. You don't realize how dependent on everyone that you are and you're learning to take responsibility for your own being um and you're learning to like what am i um uh you're learning like like uh what it takes to continue living and how much you relied on uh and then you start resenting your parents even though (laughs) on on the path to realizing that you completely relied on them you resent them for the way that they did the things they did. It's a very interesting, okay. strange situation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. You have like a, as soon as you realize the way that your parents messed you up, you have like a one year stint to kind of belly ache about it before it's like, now you just didn't take responsibility for yourself because like, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. yeah uh, I feel like I've, if I've already gone through something like that, but, mm-hmm. and then I always turn to, okay but they did this for this reason and it was always out of love even though it didn't feel like it even if it messed me up a little bit i would agree but i don't know if that's and i'm I'm, you're wrong about this i don't know if that's exactly what scott was getting at okay i think once you realize how your parents messed you up now it's your job to fix that oh yes you have a year your parents do impact you Yeah. yeah um but there's no perfect way to do it, and it will impact you in a negative way, necessarily because to make a decision is the death of a thousand of things, yeah. and yes. they're okay. imperfect, and... Maybe uh, it was loving, maybe it wasn't, but after you figure that out, it's your job to become better. It's yeah, no yeah. longer their yeah. fault. Yeah. It's like, oh, the I messed up in this from way. The fact that it happened. Yeah, they did that, and now I messed up in this way, yeah. and I didn't know that, and now I know, and now it's, my, now it's no longer their responsibility. Yeah, I'm yeah, an adult yeah, yeah. It's not their yeah, fault yeah. anymore, yeah, because you can change yourself. Uh-huh. And that's a process that starts yeah, in like teenage happened. years. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Takes time. Fulfilled. And, yeah. And, uh, and that's the respect your elders as a principle is kind of held there, I think, because that's a non-intuitive thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you have, it's a very faith-driven thing to do of like, yeah, I wish I would have respected my parents way more in the times when I felt like they deserved it the least. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, how I feel about my 20s, nah. I, I, I look at uh, how my friends are reacting to it, and I'm like, I feel like if... See, okay. I have a lot of type A friends of, like, this is what I want at this time. Um, and if that doesn't happen, I'm going to freak out. Uh, so I feel like I'm, tr- I'm accidentally applying that to them being freaked out about their 20s. Um, so I think it's unfair to me to say that, um, uh, I'm not afraid of my twenties or I'm not, I'm not scared of what's going to happen because I don't know. Uh, I, I take pride of living in the moment and going with the flow in which I, I, um, don't freak out when bad things happen. Um, and of course there's bad things that come with that, but um, I'm good at taking a bad situation and putting a positive spin to it, um, where people that I know that are type A and try to plan things get disappointed when bad things happen and uh, negative things come from that. So I guess I'm trying not to freak out about my 20s is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, which is probably smart. What, what are you freaked out about? Not freaked out, more scared of the change that is inevitable not freaked out more scared We're scared so what change oh, are sorry. you are you yeah yeah no no that's that you did you did yeah, continue yeah. doing yeah, yeah, yeah. the actual thing um so what yeah what are you uh scared of specifically or don't answer that on a camera that's also fine uh uh this important decisions that i have to make uh that yeah that's, that's, I guess that's yeah. Because yeah. even if it's not necessarily eventful at this time in our lives, most of the time and most of the time that takes place in people's twenties, um, which is probably why everyone thinks that 
the 20s are the most eventful part of your lives. But there are a lot of big decisions that we either have to make or are told that we have to make. Like... Career. Schools, careers, relationships and stuff. A lot of pressure is placed on the the 20s, I believe. On, like, that decade of our lives saying, in this decade, these are the things that you'll be figuring out and you will be setting in place. And if you don't, you'll be unfulfilled. Exactly. If you don't, your life won't be what you want it to be and all that stuff. So do I think that uh, the 20s are the most eventful parts of our lives? I mean, potentially. Any decade could be. But... My opinion on it is that we're told so much that they are that it's sort of, sometimes it sort of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, we try to make the most happen because it's supposed to, according to how we were raised and everything. Um, I'm not necessarily, thank you for asking, I'm not necessarily scared about the about my 20s. That was, that was my joke. Did you want someone to ask you that? No. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Or how are you feeling right now? Um. I'm not necessarily scared about my 20s. I mean, I am more of a type B person, though I don't really like doing the whole type A, type B thing, because I think people are different. Um, There's nine ways to characterize them, not two. Don't. If you say the any of I would never say that. No, no, no. I wrote my own, and it's the best. (laughs) It's a scale of how much I like you. Okay. Two. You're both nines. I was... (laughs) <laughs> is, that, is that like a one to nine or like a one to nine? Uh, let's move on. <laughs> I was gonna say is is like Scott at the top or but I was also it's, gonna... it's one two three four five six seven eight nine Scott. But okay, I was gonna say so it, I was gonna say would you put Scott at the top or bottom? Yeah. I don't know. It's still it's still ambiguous. <laughs> still, I still don't know if Scott's good or not. Mm. Uh... <laughs> I don't know where we were going. Uh, I'm here as a villain not, uh, that's still not overcome. You I keep on showing me undeserved respect for You're not scared of your 20s and you're type B. I am sort of a type B person. That's where I was going. Um, so I'm kind of like... Not like I'm just going to let my life happen and do whatever, but I'm more like whatever happens, I'll roll with it. Um, so I'm not necessarily so nervous. Um, because, I mean, things are going to happen no matter what. And again, that's not just me. I'm not just going to sit here and wait for things to happen. I'm saying if something happens, it's going to happen. I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not necessarily scared for aging, I suppose. There are things I am afraid of for aging. Because that was the initial question before we got into the 20s talk. I just said, how do you guys feel about aging in general? Um, I'm sort of... Not scared isn't the right word. I am nervous for certain things aging because there are a lot of big decisions and stuff that come with aging. Um, I wish I played more sports in high school. I'm okay that I didn't. I played a year of football and I was done. I didn't need to. I wish I underwent more team sport physical activity kind of team community. sports are. I think team sports uh, are a good developmental thing. But I I, like like I uh, I did say to myself, okay, I'm part of communities that are that i like and that i love and that i'm growing in therefore i don't really need to force myself into any other one that's what that was my i mean yeah you had you had friends and you had groups of people that uh you were with Mm -hmm. and they weren't a sports team but they were people that you affiliated with and you did things with so it's not like you were a complete loner in high school no you still you still did social things. my my why i said that's because the only thing that i would say i'm fear aging for is physical activity when i was younger i I, yeah i'm afraid of like if something like what happened to maury happens like we were talking about earlier it is a little bit scary but um i mean there's nothing i try not to dwell on stuff like that too much even though that could happen to any one of us but there's nothing we can do about it and that's kind of my one of my philosophies obviously not for my entire life but for things like that i'm just kind of like there's nothing i can do about it so i dwell on it now uh, but that might be the wrong thing to do. Maybe you should think about it. I'm gonna be honest. You might you might need to think about it. I don't know. Um, what I was gonna say, I was gonna I was making a joke earlier, but uh, I don't know if you've noticed. Oh, you got such a you got such a setup. Now hit that punchline. It's gonna be so. I don't good. know if you've noticed, but I've subtly shifted my weight this way. So now we're both looking at you. In the sense that we're taking the podcast. Good right. luck. <laughs> <laughs> This is mine. I'll never give it away. The retake. Subtly shifted my weight, and I've been looking at you this whole time. Wait. 
that's been Scott Noah's book club <laughs> no! featuring Jordan Kekish. <laughs> no! Moving on. Um, there we go. Now it can end. I mean, we're not, it's not, we're not done yet, but, um. Define I mean, unless, religious. Unless we want to be. Oh, yeah, you said you would define oh, religious. Define religious. Yeah. Also, yeah, this, this episode doesn't have to have a time limit, by the way. Because it's a special episode. So My time limit is that I need to be back. I'm, no, I'm saying it, like, if we want to end it early, we don't yeah. have to do, like, a minimum. We can end oh, it Oh, got it. Yeah, it doesn't because it's a special whatever. So um, I got my uh, podcast names. Um, oh yeah, let's. Oh, and I'm gonna look. You guys talk about that, and I'm gonna look <laughs> for the text message because I don't think you texted me. I did, and okay, you what said I look up? Oh, it's one of these two. Which uh, that was a Just while ago, there. though. Um. Okay, that's not the right device. Look up Maury. Uh. Okay, that wasn't. Um, who do you trust? Yeah, I mean, I'm... We're Your both. good friend Scott, Mr. Quantity? <laughs> you have labeled yourself as the villain multiple times. <laughs> or the guy trying to rip the podcast out of my it's hands. My, oh, I mean, I am trying to rip it out of your hands. I'll leave it to I'm, you, audience. I, you guys I'll leave it to you. me forever, and he's the villain. He's he trying long, to create some hair. sort Look of weird him. trauma bond, like, devotion, parasocial devotion to you. Hey, Don't let him do that. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. Not when they can just go to the little tab <laughs> yeah, and hit yeah. the X button. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has long hair, which means he's the villain, so. Is that true? Think about it. Yeah, you, you've seen movies, right? That Brett Skull. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is the villain from Captain America 1. He's bald. Hmm. Anyone watch Bugs Life? It's too bad. <laughs> Not happening this time. <laughs> I was I was actually that's one thing I was gonna do too. Don't forget, next week is Winter Soldier and Bugs Life. Yeah. That's next time. Well, what's your week. titles for your podcast? Yeah. Um I almost called it Parasocial because okay. that's uh oh I'm excited to find out what weird psychological problems we're ingraining ourselves with yeah, by yeah. thinking that all of our best friends are people that I don't know. At least for those people. Yeah. Let alone everyone else. Um you don't know me. Unless you've met me, and then you probably have me figured out. I'm not very deep. Uh, I was going to say... Uh, 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 so the the idea is I'm just trying to figure out like a medium to get used to like talking on mic and stuff. And then like explore different ideas. So a lot of like trying to find puns off the word like episodic and like things like that. Sonic. Of Epic the Sonic. The <laughs> podcast. The Hedgehog. <laughs> Episodic, uh, episodic. Ep- nope. Epic Sonic. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down real quick, but don't. I didn't do. No, there's no way. Anyway, check out Epic Sonic podcast. Starring Scott Bruton um, as Sonic. <laughs> it's audio only, but you'll know how I'm dressed. Um, uh, trying my hardest was gonna be one because that's a great. That's uh, a great title. Uh, yeah, that was that was probably close to runner up. Yeah. Um. Uh, we hate things too. <laughs> the we hate ning. We hate. Uh, we hate all. Two. Yeah. We too um, hate two things too. Two. Mm-hmm. Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. That's what the sequel is gonna be called. The rise of the, the, so the Skywalker. Concept, yeah. The concept now is like <laughs> gross. We are in a pandemic. I'd like to remind you. He's not gonna drink that. I just don't want it. Uh, um. I don't like it. Uh, I'm just gonna do like like six episode short like series of like a concept, okay. yeah, and then like go on to the next. So what I have planned right now is that I'm going to do just normal like question answer interview just to like figure out if my mics work or I know how to, the recording software works. Because I don't know, and I'm about to leave to record my first episode right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a series called uh, Post Evangelical where I. A lot of my friends are leaving the evangelical church, so I'm going to just talk to them, like, and just ask questions. Why did you join? Why did you leave? And where did you go? Mm-hmm. And see uh, what people are doing. Because uh, I'm not sure the evangelical church is going to last, like, another 10 years. But we'll see. Really? Hmm. That's yeah. a bold claim. Okay. I, um, well, tune to the podcast. I, I don't know if I, it's a real church. We'll talk I about might it. agree, but I would need some more explanation on your part. Mm-hmm. But I, but that's I why might be able to see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's like uh, I have I have a friend who's like studying church history really in depth, and he's also very smart. That I'm probably gonna get on, 
uh, and we talked at length about like like what constitutes a church's like authority and like the entire evangelical system is like it's just anarchy it's just not connected to the larger church at all anyone who can sell a book gets to be big and then they have the entire church authority for themselves yep. and that's just straight up undeniable yeah. that's yeah. just like and then and then and then where do you blur the line between is that a cult or not because it sure seems like a cult it's it's weird to think that it might be it, like yeah. definition of cult and religion is mm. the kind of thing yeah but that's awesome uh so it's two a cult. uh three is uh i'm gonna get my married friends and then interview them alone mm -hmm. and ask them the same questions. Like, have written questions and have to ask them and then just, like, try to get them to, like, say stuff and then try to... And this might not work out. But I, I remember you yeah, said yeah. that's awesome. Oh, did I say it on yeah. the podcast? I don't know if you said okay. it. Say that anyway. But uh, uh, try to take quotes that they say about the other person and put that into a piece of art, whether it's a song that's right, or... That's right. yeah. yeah, or yeah. whatever. Whatever works out. We'll see. Whatever it felt like in the yeah. moment. Um... We got, uh, then we got, like, just, I, I have a lot of, like, quotes that well, I'm that really into. <laughs> quotes or? <laughs> the married life one. Uh, one of the last things before I left for Washington that I said is, because I was going to go perform a wedding ceremony for my friends, is that you made me promise to one day marry you and Jack. Yeah. Uh, yep. and then I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be... A very interesting end episode to just be like, and how does this person make you feel? Oh, <laughs> awful, awful. I can't spend ten that would be very interesting. It would be very interesting because yeah. I'm trying to hit like hard hitting questions that like are Honest. you can't yeah, yeah you can't you get can. around yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that then would I just fall. But it's just like how would friends go up against the same questions. You should interview us separately after us not having seen each other for the last nine months <laughs> and then just see what happens. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about his appearance? <laughs> What's he look like? I forgot. I don't remember. He has a song. Uh, he has hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I got a couple more in there and then um, a Me Without You podcast yeah. coming. Yeah. But it's a separate thing. I'm worried about being on your podcast because you're definitely going to have, like you said, like that guy you were talking about, people that are much smarter than me, mm. and I have a big problem uh, mentally with people that are smarter than me. That's the thing. Well, you wouldn't be with life. him. You'd be with no, me. No, I know. And I wouldn't I'm be I'm with him. I would just be on the same, same show as him. everybody comfortable. Dumbest person in the Luckily, room. I wouldn't be with him. If I was with him, that'd be even worse. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't live down here, though, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. If you want to be on, uh, uh, DM me on Instagram. Uh, same with us. If you want to be on the podcast, DM us or just text us. Um, yeah, it's all practice and it's not going to go well for the first several episodes. So yeah. it's fine with me. Uh, hold on, hold on guys. Hold on. I got to DM somebody real quick. Come give them the satisfaction.